Hi, I'm Alex Cox. I'm Kathy Campbell. And this is Roboism. A podcast about things that I definitely remembered to pull up. (laughs) (laughs) My cheat sheets. Oh, my goodness. We are a show that's mostly about robots, but also uh, current events and how the tech industry is uh, sucky sometimes. And also, you know, things that we are currently excited about in the world of tech. And you just mentioned TikTok. And I, as an aside, mentioned to you, well, I've mentioned to you many times that I no longer want men to control my time and attention. But lo and behold, I was listening to a show called Reconcilable Differences, which is on the same network we are on, Relay FM. Relay! Switch on. And I was listening to a frenemy of the show, John Syracusa, talk about his toes and and let's just say his, his there's some afflictions going on with his toes and i am like I, you know i don't fear aging i mean i fear aging and death in sort of the normal scope of humanity i think but i don't know if uh-huh. i'm obsessed with it i just like to think of humans as having a, a patina really like just oh, stuff I happens like that. right you know and same same thing with you know my, my phone's got a patina i've i've got some scars you know it's it is what it is but but sometimes you crack a phone and you just shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to say. Uh, anybody, anyway, uh, folks, go listen to, to Reconcilable Differences with John Syracuse and Merlin Mann because they stole about uh, 30 minutes of my time when I should have been recording with Kathy. And uh-huh. I, I'm taking time away from, y- from your TikToks. Please ex- expand on this because part of what we're talking about today is kind of, well, I mean, speaking of human patinas, like the new <laughs> hotness in terms of the, the internet right now and how humans communicate. And you love TikTok, which is, yes. and honestly, I, I love TikTok, but I think for different reasons. What, what were you TikToking? I was just watching while I was waiting for you to, you know, pay attention to me. To stop listening to men talk about their feet. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to go that far because I do dearly adore both our best friend in my heart and frenemy of other people. I don't th- I'm trying to think if I've had more than a, like a short conversation with Mr. John Syracuse. But I don't think I have other than like sitting behind him at uh, Dub Dub. I'm just like, I don't know what to call him because I don't like I can't call him a friend of me because that would imply that I know him more than in the slacks that I'm lucky enough to like exist in space with people that are cooler than me. I think he just might be an enemy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've learned that today. (laughs) Anyways, while I was waiting for you to join me in the Skype space, um, uh, you know, TikToks are a great short little bit of creativity for people to entertain themselves. So it's easy enough to like stop watching when you would call. 
So like it wasn't going to take a lot of mental capacity. I could be ready. I I just like the ease of use, but also people are so flipping creative. Mm -hmm. It blows my mind how amazing people are. And I love that there's such a low barrier of entry for amazing people out there to show their creativity. And that just makes me really happy. I agree. And I've actually thought about this a lot in terms of what is currently the most influential medium. And right now, you know what? I I had this take before it was cool. And I'm like, there's there's really something going on with this TikTok stuff because I I actually was on it when it was uh, musically. It it was the bones of TikTok before it was acquired by, I don't know, something or other. And that's actually where Lil Nas got his, Lil Nas X, I apologize, (laughs) got his start. So I I have a fondness uh, for that service. And then I was like, oh, cool, there's a new... Uh, a new a new thing and i became interested in the first of all the filmmaking aspects of it with Mm, the mm -hmm. ease of entry and to the the collaboration features which seemed to come uh, was it you you would know what when did sort of the duoing uh i am i saying that right can can, do you know what i'm talking about wedding do wedding yeah (laughs) Yeah, it started at the end of September of 2020. It had the new formats to be able to choose things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it allowed you to like stand on different sides of it or be above and below it. But I think, let's see, the original duetting, uh, November of 2019. Oh, I guess it's still sooner than I expected because it seems as if they're adding features all the time for more collaboration and more discoverability. And people might be like, I clicked on this podcast because there was a picture of a robot on it. Why are you (laughs) talking about the the Gen Zers? Get a but the reason but calm down matters the the reason that I've become more interested slash more concerned about TikTok is the algorithmic situation of it all and I like because People refer to different parts of Twitter as, like, queer Twitter, black Twitter, weird Twitter. There's every sort of type of Twitter. I'm, I'm currently actually on, uh, like, socialist Catholic Twitter, and I'm oh, like, dang, this is amazing. But you can seek those folks out, right? And at least in my limited understanding of the app, and I'm not, like, feigning ignorance. I truly I, I truly know very little about TikTok culture other than what my spouse sends me and what a dear friend sends me. So I will go on my, like, algorithm. It's, it's an algorithm, but it's called the For You page, which is, like, you know, your Twitter timeline or your Instagram timeline, except it's not people you necessarily follow right yeah i would i would argue that it's so with twitter and instagram although 
okay, so I'm not really into, I pretty much only read Twitter for the people that like I follow. Oh, I'm but sorry. I know like Twitter. No, it, it, it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh but so with Twitter you'll occasionally see like uh, a post and it'll say you know so and so follows so and so or mm-hmm. like so and so liked this this post and so you can tweet and so you can see that but for the like for Instagram other than ads you don't see anything other than what you follow Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Unless you go into the explore tab, but who goes to that? It's fine. A lot of people apparently because I of don't understand reels. But fine. Yeah. yeah. But see, that would be under the reels feature, not necessarily in the explore tab, in my mind. I don't know. I don't I I clearly don't work for any of these uh companies or apps or any of this. Um, but TikTok has so it has the a feed of the people that you follow. Mm-hmm. But then it also has the For You feed, which is somewhat random in who TikTok thinks that you want to see. Um, and so you'll get on cat TikTok, or you'll get on Disney cosplay princess TikTok, or you'll get on Harry Potter TikTok, or oh artist my. TikTok, or um, thirst trap TikTok or wait Marvel what TikTok. what now oh yeah sorry friendly family huh? show go on what go yes. go on yeah <laughs> um so like just and you can train it to pull up what you want to see so I just watched a bunch of cat TikToks mm-hmm. because they're hilarious and entertaining and so now I'm getting more cat videos in my feed. So if you like search up or you start watching a specific video or you look for more of those kinds of videos or as you follow people, the algorithm with TikTok is probably one of the best robotic magic. Is it? Oh, is it? I, oh my God. You're pulling. You're you're Alex Coxing again. Oh, I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Wow. But okay, so why? Why do you think it is? What defines best? Like most effective? Or do you mean like the best for you? Because I will agree, I think it's the most effective algorithm that I've ever used in terms of being sucked in. But I yes. don't know how I feel about that. I, I I say best in that the majority of the videos that the For You page feeds me are ones that I enjoy. Mm. very rarely well every so often it'll throw in a trumper apparently Mm -hmm. where i'm just like nope delete block go away but for the most part it's exactly what i'm going to tiktok for huh and that's what freaks me out about (laughs) it and that's what freaks me out about all of this obviously it by sorry by all of this i mean bots and algorithmic timelines versus um you know linear timelines which facebook right. and twitter and all of that used to have and yes i am an internet boomer because <laughs> despite <laughs> being a bit younger than kathy my parents didn't know how to keep me offline and <laughs> and I wanted to talk actually about Clubhouse today because that's, you know, what all the cool kids are are talking about. 
but uh but I have found their algorithm really interesting and it's definitely not the best on any front but <laughs> with TikTok I agree there's never been something that I did not want to watch when I have gone to open TikTok but I've also gone into TikTok specifically to search for less than wholesome things. For example, when, you know, domestic terrorists were descending upon the Capitol, Mm. I was very interested in seeing the live streams and the videos of those folks because I am a broken person who tries to understand all facets of humanity because, unfortunately, we're not binary. And then, of course, just like with YouTube, you know, everybody is, again, I say everybody as, as if all of these social networks are uh, humans. And they are not. There are non-binary humans behind them, obviously. But, the, you know, Twitter is not your friend. And I, of course, went down this rabbit hole and got into QAnon and all of these conspiracy theories. And like it, And I expected that. Uh, and, but it's really hard to dig yourself out of conspiracy theory TikTok to get back to queer TikTok, which is primarily what mine is, because there are two, two people who send me a ton of TikToks, and it's essentially the exact same as their, their timeline. And I find it very funny (laughs) because sometimes, like, it'll be like baseball stuff. And I'm like, I, I I don't care, but I know exactly why this is here. I guess it's... At first, I thought I was kind of being one of those people who was like, Meh, I just wish the Twitter <laughs> timeline was the same. Which, I, I mean, I, I, still do, I still do. Yes. But at least there is some agency I- involved. Like, when YouTube is forcing me down a rabbit hole... I I see it for like what you might be interested in. Whereas with TikTok, you just do a little scroll and then another, hopefully another cat pops up or something less wholesome will pop up and more extreme. And it's that complete lack of agency or I guess the obscuring of agency, right? Because obviously Mm. like we're doing the thing. We are... Watch. You're watching the cats and the princesses, and I'm watching the violent insurrections. I we we know what we're doing, but it is another one of those things where there the digital literacy or tech, wh- whatever you want to call it, isn't quite there yet. I think, and I don't know. Talk to me more about what you mean when you say digital literacy. Is it like? Coming from, you know, you and I are are more aware of technical side of things and robots and algorithms. And so we can look at it in a different way. And not everyone is like that. Or normal people shouldn't have to know what an algorithm is the same way I would hope that I don't need to know what size washer to use to <laughs> hang up a a curtain but i mean that's how life is because <laughs> because true, capitalism true. like we but that's i that, that that's the thing i never want to diminish anyone's intelligence no, but i was not 
I know more people who are 100% convinced that Facebook is actively listening to them on their phone than I do people who know what the word algorithm means. I think, though, the fact that we have like something like um, Princess Twitter or Cat Twitter or Cat TikTok and all of those things, even if it's not, even if the word algorithm is not being used in the sentence, people know what it does. I don't know about that. My 12-year-old knows. That's, well, that's, that's, uh, oh, who's being ages now? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think, (laughs) and, and even, even like the, like my parents, they, I mean, they're not on TikTok and they're not really on Facebook or on Twitter, thank goodness. But on Facebook, they'll be like, they they understand at a very basic level that things get shown to them because of who they are. Absolutely. Yes. And I just think there's a bit of a danger in that because there are a lot of people who don't know why that is. They or rather they don't know how that is. They know that that well this thing it's like how do you explain what a cookie is they know that they are being tracked online but they i'm like no facebook isn't literally listening to you but it's 10 times worse like right (laughs) and i i think it's one of uh, it's one of these things that i'm i don't want to be like get the kids off tiktok because i kind of believe that anything you can trick an adult if a child can trick an adult into letting them do something that they're not supposed to do then good on them but also i'm not a parent so i'm just uh i rescind everything i just said but i (laughs) i will say when i got i got away with stuff as a kid i it, it was because my parents didn't know things and but but at what point does I, I guess digital hygiene education become as important as something like, like say, sex ed or or grammar. Like th- this is, I guess, kind of what I don't I don't know. Like it, as more and more things are obscured, it mm. makes it. It also makes me sad because I there are um, a lot of folks. Well, there are many folks claiming to be deplatformed, and I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure? Mm, like, yeah. I think TikTok deleted my video. Like, mm, eh. well, you said some mean words there, but but it is genuinely a thing that happens when um I I, I do know folks who have talked about specifically uh, queer stuff because that's you know in in my lane <laughs> if you will, and they'll <laughs> they'll use a word that would be traditionally considered a slur by somebody who isn't queer or actually tiktok used to flag the term queer which i i mean it's like okay um err on the side of caution right right but this is something that affects many many communities it's the only reason i again it's it's my lane and i like to watch um angry gay christians on twitter because they're (laughs) they're totally my people or twitter tiktok everywhere all of the t's yes It's true, though. Tumblr was all... Oh, goodness gracious. 
uh, along the that same line of like getting deplatformed, um, one of the TikTokers that I follow also on Instagram um, ended up having a conversation with TikTok because oh. she did lingerie mm -hmm. and models of like uh, images and videos of the lingerie that she created on women that were a size six or smaller were fine. Oh, mother of But poop. videos done by normal sized, not normal, normal, wrong. It's okay to say fat. Fat isn't a slur. Yeah. But even sorry, these, I just these, woke you. Sorry. No, it was, but it, see, the in these women were not fat. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, literally, like, base, average sized in average, just because mm -hmm. they were not a size two. That's weird. They got, like, those videos got taken down. Ah, because th this is another, again, it's an anecdote, I know. But there are a lot of videos, especially of uh, famous fat people like Lizzo, who mm -hmm. they, uh, are are flagged because it's like, oh, black fat woman, I'm threatened <laughs> for so <laughs> many reasons. <laughs> 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 and but but even you know, um, I I think both of us probably when we uh, go on TikTok end up seeing a bunch of much smaller and I don't want to say more creative. I apologize, Lizzo. You. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, niche folks who can't exactly go and post to Instagram and be like, "Hey, <laughs> I posted this TikTok; it got taken down." I mean, I see that happening, but it's an interesting way to convey information. In that, so much of the media I consume right now is like with the caveat of better watch this before it's taken down and this is not <laughs> like, like you said like it's it's people uh, uh I, so what I'm, I'm sorry what was it about this that the uh, tiktok was it did somebody flag it or was it automatically taken down yeah it, i think it was automatically taken down um, as, oh. So seen by the robots as inappropriate. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And so they had this conversation and I wish I could remember who it was, but I, my memory is terrible and I didn't, I'm a terrible human and forgot to save it or anything. But like they had this conversation on like, Hey, this is not cool for like, th no, that's not, that's not the way it should be. And like how to how to try and teach the robots to be better at that. So and that comes into I feel like a whole other conversation about mm -hmm. you know how to teach the robots to not be sizist and sexist and racist and mm -hmm. all of the ists. Yeah, right now, Google and their various AI properties are just drowning in racism. Like, it's yes. it's so upsetting. And Ugh. we've... <laughs> every incarnation of ro roboism has been like, yep, so <laughs> Google did something, or rather, something Google created did... <laughs> 
another horrific stereotype of a black person being compared to an animal like disgusting horrific jim crow level no it's there's nothing to compare it to it is because it is a new kind of bias that is horrifying but (laughs) i i i I wanted to make this a, a um, more optimistic because I, I'm actually <laughs> shocked that TikTok is even addressing it at this point in its uh, I, I I don't know it it still sort of feels like it's in its infancy in terms of uh I I don't know like cultural literacy I I guess it's it's kind of it feels like it's around there with Twitch in that they have very different audiences mm, but slowly yeah. m- m- like my mom knows <laughs> what, right. what both of them are still doesn't know what an algorithm is but knows that there are things that her children watch and one has a cool tea uh they or rather they both have oh it's all the teas teas are great i guess (laughs) oh we we don't like to spill it but we sure do like to to, i know that mm, no no Mm, no so close no so so close there's something there but there's something mm, it might take funnier people than us to figure that out you know, you could tell us how, well, tell me how to be funny on our Twitter, which is at RoboismFM, and I I don't know who controls the Twitter account, actually, but I do read it, and I, it, it, I don't know. It yeah, interacts. we should check on the that algorithm and, and try and fix it. I'm, I, I mean, it's that's the thing. I'm like, you know what? You don't seem to be doing any harm, and I am just actively trying to not make a ro- a, a Twitter bot that does a bunch of isms or ists or uh, phobias. <laughs> I guess. And that's why I mean, well, do do I want to end on something or rather I want to end talking about TikTok with something that you noted, which is that our creators and the company that is TikTok, even though I know it's like six companies in six different countries, has that already been a, a dialogue or has it been like pushed back and pushed back and pushed back the way YouTube has? You're not I, in trouble. You're <laughs> No, I know. No. It was it was more of trying to figure out what the question was cuz I accidentally sent Avi the title suggestion and she was like texting me back going, "What?" And so I was trying to deal with that cuz she was like freaking out over like that she was in trouble. <laughs> so I kind of missed 3 quarters of the question. <laughs> You know what? As you were talking, a a, a previously sick cat jumped into my lap, and Aww. then I <laughs> was like, "What's what's wrong with Abby? What's happening?" See, the no, humanity yeah. is just we're oh we're broken. We're really I would like a reboot, please. Yeah, lots of patinas being <laughs> so many patinas. <laughs> Ooh. And I, I, you know what? I am also guilty of this because I keep, I, I'm on another text thread and, and they're talking all about NFTs and how uh, neither of them know what NFTs are. And I'm I like, don't neither... know what it is either. Yeah. And I was like, well, we're going to do an episode about roboism on it, but I've done about four hours of research and I still don't think I can talk about it in a coherent way. 
And yeah. <laughs> okay, let's start with this. What the hell does it stand for? Sorry. Non- what, do, what the heck does it stand for? Non-fungible tokens, which I believe means they can't be and this is why we're talking about tiktok and clubhouse and not nfts i okay does that mean that they can't grow mushrooms (laughs) i don't understand i'm so confused and anytime i try and google it it only makes it more confusing and then i am just like i'm going back onto cat tiktok it's much happier there i mean when you type in nft into well to to DuckDuckGo, um which is a search engine that uh, supposedly doesn't track you but you know use it your own whatever uh but the very first result is the national law review what the heck is an nft and then it just goes on to oh the type face is very small here uh but tell me, tell me, what is it? Uh, okay, one of the biggest current trends in the world of digital and decentral, decentralized assets is the NFT or non-fungible token. Okay, but what does fungible... All right, all right. We, I, I just need to know what fungible is, right? Is, is this what happened with the whole thing of the cat with the Pop-Tart and the rainbow gif became, like, bot? I think so it's because uh, when we were in the car to go and get our vaccine we listened to the radio because that's what ryan likes to listen to and i think about eight different hosts talked about it or like eight different segments talking about the fact that somebody bought it for a lot of money yeah that's Definitely the thing. Like, okay. I <laughs> wow, what a good All right, so <laughs> I feel that like we're getting thing. our Sherlock Holmes hats on, and we've got the monocle ready, and the, the other eye will hold the magnifying glass, and eventually oh. we can get there. I I am willing to say that whether or not I am prepared, I am going to try to unearth and explain. What a non-fungible token is, <laughs> and which uh, Merriam-Webster defines fungible <laughs> as being something such as money or a commodity of such a nature that one part or quantity may be replaced by another equal part or quantity in paying a debt or settling an account. Okay, wait, so non NFTs are just digital capitalism on steroids? Like is that all it is? Like, what? God. Is it It's Bitcoin, right? It's essentially I mean well I'll save it for the show. Right. Oh I'm so confused. Oh. And I this is also what I sort of mean about um again it needs a, a digital literacy needs a better term same with um this I'm sure I didn't come up with it but I am the first per- <laughs> I was the first person no I when I was talking to somebody a long time ago about um Tumblr and basically what is almost like it's almost like website gentrification, but that seems like a really strong word to use. Yeah. But when, you know, a uh, 
a, a community sort of dr- driven out by a more privileged community or or you know in in some cases like the tech bros were uh, moved on from tumblr to uh, all the things and and then some of you know like the the youths including my demographic came in and started posting a bunch of gay porn and then yahoo bought it and shut it down but the i the the other idea of this is kind of like is that going to happen to tiktok especially since hmm. It's so d- driven by, I, I know there's like millennial versus Gen Z <laughs> wars right. on there now, which is so cringe. I'm like, <laughs> there's there the- so many battles between the peoples. Oh, well, and, and that's what I'm sort of wondering is when we get past the TikToks and, and the NFTs, for once, I am actually interested in in the humans behind all of this, which brings me to my fascination with Clubhouse. Because I mean, you you've been on Clubhouse longer than I have. I I oh, think. I mean, define on exactly. Did I have my account? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh goodness! Did I use it? Yes. On accident, when I clicked a notification and it started a one-on-one message with somebody. <laughs> oh, I did the same thing. I did the same, same thing. In fact, with, um, you, you know, the, the suits of, Re- one of the suits of Relay FM, Mr. Stephen Hackett, I got a little alert from Clubhouse saying, welcome Stephen Hackett to Clubhouse. And I thought, okay, like maybe uh, it, it'll send like a little emoji or something. And then it's like, oh, no, we're just on a phone call right now, basically. <laughs> I should, much, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, all right. So should, do you know, like the origins of Clubhouse? I have no idea. And I am ready. I've got my notes and my pen, uh, which is a very nice um, sailor pen that I am fostering for Tiff Arment, and I am ready to take my notes. Tell me. Did teacher. I just drop through a wormhole and I my brain <laughs> got part of it went to make do also on Relay FM switch on and on the pen addict? The pen addict? Uh, yes. Uh, which, I'm here <laughs> to promote all of Relay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? While while we're pr- promoting Relay, Kathy, how would people support this show, which is on Relay FM? Switch on. Yeah. <laughs> so don't go to relayfm.switchon because that won't take you anywhere. Does but, it really not? Oh man, that I don't know, but funny. now we need to know if that's even a possible. <laughs> like, can you do wait, hold on. Oh, hold on. I gotta I gotta I gotta <laughs> get it. I gotta get it. I gotta <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. Okay. Relay switch on.com is available and I am buying this. <laughs> I am I mean, is there the FM dot I'm sure there's the dot FM, but dot FMs are like ninety dollars and this is not a ninety dollar joke, but it is no, a thirteen dollar joke. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. I'm, most of my jokes are worth about thirteen dollars. <laughs> Please, I mean, really? you. okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Sorry. Is this a show? <laughs> this is a show. Is this a show? Is this a show? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, hold on, I gotta figure out which because one, it, 
the incomparable, which is not Relay, but the incomparable is slash members and Relay is slash membership. And I always confuse those. So I had to go. So visit Relay.fm slash membership to join the Relay family. You can choose to support only a specific show. Um, Roboism is one of those options. Uh, although any show that you support will also get you access to the Relay members discord, as well as the really fun uh, membership specials that come around once a year, where there's some crossovers, there's some special events, there's all sorts of goodies. I uh, highly recommend that you come and join the Relay family, switch on. And um, yeah, that's what that is. That's my ending for that ad. How was that? Did we do that, good? That was, I think that was a great ad. It made Sweet. me want to it made me want to switch on. That is what <laughs> it it made me want to do. So I think that was a, a success. Sweet. And I mean, much uh, speaking of successes, uh me explaining the origins of Clubhouse won't be successful because I know very little about well, you know more than me, which I mean, means <laughs> that in the world of what is I don't I don't know the phrase. Like V are, are are you talking about um like tech bro scumbags? Is is the, the I mean technical term you're looking for? Sure. We'll go there. <laughs> so Clubhouse was uh, uh, founded I I forget a few years ago and I remember a lot of folks talking about it as like this is the place where the famous people hang out. And mm. I didn't know at the time that by hang out it meant um, that this was a social network that is just based around live conversations. So unlike something like Twitch, you will go into the Clubhouse app, which is still invite only, which, you know, is like the cool, they say it's to scale up, but now I think it's mostly for the clout. Clout, um, yeah. And with a I, C, no, with a K? I, there was a... There was a service called Clout with a K. Yes. And I remember it was like, congratulations, you get a free stick of gum if you post. Hey. Which I absolutely yeah. did. And the gum was disgusting, but I don't have regrets. Um, uh. I do regret saying no to a clubhouse invite a while ago because I thought it was gross. But then the username at Alex Cox was taken by the time that I got there. So if you want to find me on Clubhouse, I'm at AlexCox42. And hey, Kathy, who are you on Clubhouse? I bet you can't guess. <laughs> <laughs> I am at Mrs. Soup. I couldn't think of a liquid food pun <laughs> fast enough. <laughs> well, you can keep working on that. It might take a while. It's fine. <laughs> And immediately I thought, okay, this is the place where people, especially, uh, in, in fact, Sir Mix-a-Lot <laughs> comes what? to talk with the, v yeah, <laughs> so I think he's on there. Or some, there was someone from the 90s and I'm like, you were someone I, who I thought was cool, I guess. I don't, I truly don't remember, but I just remember thinking, Okay, this is where the VCs come to invite celebrities to their cool new clubhouse, digital clubhouse, 
and uh, ask them questions. And uh, then re- tech reporters who have invites come to listen and then tell Twitter about it, which is kind of what it was for, I think, an, almost an entire year. And there were a lot of really gross conversations, uh, but that... I I mean, that's on every platform. Yeah. It was just that, you know, because with Clubhouse, um, a, a, like a lot of emerging social networks, they're really trying to get folks to use their real name and phone number, which is gross because it right. sucks in your contacts. And it, 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 I am ash- yeah. I am kind of ashamed to say that I, I didn't. I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, here's my contacts. Uh, oh, here. I, I see I can follow Kathy. Bleep, bleep, bloop. I mean, yeah. not the most egregious digital sin in the world, but it still feels gross. Then I just kind of started jumping around into different rooms the the reason that i'm like obsessed with clubhouse there are many reasons why i'm obsessed with clubhouse now not not necessarily even being on clubhouse i'm fascinated by what their algorithms are doing because i have it turned on um turned on to do what i think it is called what are called frequent notifications i would open the app and look at it right now but uh it would immediately probably send me to a room and then words would happen so the nice part is, is I'm in it right now and I I have my volume turned off. Um, and when you just go into the app, it, for me anyways, it has a whole list of rooms in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Next tech, fun tech discussion or boss talk or pitch practice. Oh my God. I- uh, <gasps> love lessons from Megan and Harry. True love Tuesday. Ah! This oh boy this this is uh that 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 weird squeal is because this is uh t- Tuesday uh, oh, March 9th and um Oprah just interviewed the royal couple of Sussex I I truly don't know Are they are they technically royal couple I have no idea I don't, I don't know how that all works maybe we need like our our British correspondent Mike Michael Hurley to come and, yeah. and explain it to us but I, I bet he's very invested in the politics of the royal family. (laughs) I don't know why it's so funny. It was such an evil laugh. Uh, I just really like that. I actually really like that um, Gen Gen Zers are discovering Oprah uh, for the first time. And, you know. Oh my gosh. I saw somebody was like. Who's Oprah? Why does she get to interview? That's adorable. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. That's so sweet. Wow, that's so sweet. And I feel really old. But also, it makes sense. She had, you know, mm-hmm. they don't read magazines very often, which is what pretty much before, other than the own network, which I don't think is even running anymore, but even then it's only on television. Like, I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Like, other than the magazine, I don't think there's anything active yeah that has oprah attached to it the the only reason that i know that oprah is attached to some things is because i'm in like the apple both of us are kind of in the apple tech worlds i mean especially with relay fm switch on and she has various deals with apple for exclusive things 
But yeah. I mean, I very much grew up with Oprah because of uh, b- one being in Chicago. Right, two, I was gonna say, yeah, have having a mom who liked daytime talk shows but didn't want to watch like Jerry Springer and stuff, um, mm-hmm. and. And again, folks might be like, what the heck does this have to do (laughs) with robots? Well, one, I think, oh, speaking of patinas, Oprah has an amazing patina that she looks amazing. Yeah, she does. She really, really does. Uh, And also, it's our show, so we can talk about whatever we want. I know. And you know what? You're right. And I really hope that Oprah isn't a robot. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> I mean, well, I I've, I have many feelings about Oprah because she's such a strong. She, she's in a she's a literal and figurative icon in any sense of the word that Merriam-Webster defines it. And <laughs> but she's also a billionaire. And it's like mm, we're. America especially is coming to a reckoning with billionaires. But, you know, I, I enjoyed her two-hour conversation or whatever it was. And I enjoy, <laughs> I, I man, I, I hope that Oprah doesn't ever have to use Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, something tells me she doesn't. I think she's probably good. But but people were talking about, like, literally people were like, what? Harry and Meghan could have done a clubhouse. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Why what? would you have <laughs> the option to hang out on Oprah's beautiful, like, porch area? I'm like, I, like, even if I, which I do, but like, all billionaires are problematic, but all billionaires don't go off with conspiracy theories on new social networks right. like my problematic ex-boyfriend Elon Musk. And I, I I think actually that's sort of the interview, I guess we'll call it, that put Clubhouse into the or or back into the minds of sort of the younger tech VC folks. And because someone got to interview Elon Musk about the GameStop stonks situation, which I still... Yeah, I kind of stonk. (laughs) Relay FM, stonk on. And... Matthew Casanelli was like, try it, try some in- invites. And immediately, because I'm a pessimist, I went in and got into all, went into all of those rooms that you were talking about that were like VCs and growth hacking and a ton of MLMs that mm. I was, which really kind of broke my heart into a million pieces. And we don't even have time to get into MLMs and the... Don't worry, we will. We will, we will. I've already found an angle on that because it's our show. Ooh, I'm excited because I could talk forever about anti-MLM and the community side of it because, whoo boy... 
But mm-hmm. that's not what this show. I don't know what this episode is about, and that's okay because we are here. <laughs> this, this, I have. I, I feel like this episode has r- really, actually, organically uh, become about uh, the he- algorithms and the humans, both uh, making them and sort of fighting them. And and in fact, yeah. I am fighting Clubhouse's algorithm. Not out of, like, I don't want you to know what I like. I'm doing the opposite. I'm going to Clubhouse and basically following anybody who I think is interesting that doesn't have uh, the uh, um, terms VC or angel investor in their bios. And yet, Clubhouse keeps sending me alerts to things I want nothing to do with. but And I've turned on the thing that says, yes, keep sending me as many notifications as you want. But it is maybe one out of like 10 times of the 10 notifications I'll get a day that's even a room hosted by someone I'm following. And in fact, I know that a room is happening because someone will text me, hey, I'm doing a clubhouse room. You should pop in. And I'm just like, is this by design? What's happening here? Mm. And there are a lot of really interesting, cool people now on Clubhouse because they've kind of opened the floodgates, even though it's technically like invite only. And I have popped around into a few really good and informative rooms. And again, I, I it's hard. It's not hard to explain, but it's hard to sort of articulate Man, what am I even saying? Okay, hold I don't on. know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So can wait. We should explain what a clubhouse room is first of all. Yeah. I guess it is just a digital space that you you click on, and then you are taken into a chat, a vocal chat room, and there are speakers. They call it a stage, so it's a digital stage, and someone is the host of a room, just like you would be a host of a Zoom meeting, I guess, and you can mm-hmm. cl- click on people's little, lovely little oval avatars and say, hey, come up and speak, or, or you're done speaking. And it's kind of like, um... Honestly, to to me, it it started to sound like either a panel or like something that you would see at a a talk you'd see at a conference, both, you know, good, good and bad. You know, like there's a lot of really interesting stuff, especially by by black creators on Clubhouse, because a surprise, suddenly, suddenly, (laughs) what? Suddenly more black folks are getting invited to TikTok um, or not TikTok to clubhouse and now that i feel that the floodgates are kind of opening on clubhouse there are really interesting things going on not just in terms of conversation but in terms of the social norms and user interface because clubhouse is meant to be ephemeral so there's no built-in way to record but people have started recording it on their own, rec- recording like conversations on their own and kind of making either podcasts or little talks. But typically, have you know, have you seen the little red recording dot in front of um, rooms that are being recorded? I have only been in a single clubhouse room on purpose. Whoa! Um, and that was the one that you pulled me into. I d- okay. Left. I did not. I did not pull. <laughs> That's a real life thing that I do. 
I had zero agency. Oh. I was forced to push the button. <laughs> oh man! Well, that's the other thing that um people do on Clubhouse is that you can invite people from the crowd onto the stage, and then you have to awkwardly like. There's no way to have like an away message or a just listening, uh, sort of. That would be interesting. I I would like that idea, that option to to have a, you know, I'm not really actively here type of a a, a f- format to mm-hmm. be like, you know, somebody that's I don't know cooking dinner while they're listening to a bunch of of people talk. Yeah, doesn't want to hop up and 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 talk about it. I apologize. Clubhouse did indeed just send me an alert from some for a room that uh someone's hosting that i follow um shelly shelly brisbane of parallel yes Ooh, another show on another Relay show on, on. <laughs> switch dot on oh Stunks. follow her show it, it like it's it, it she's actually been hosting a lot of amazing rooms about accessibility again like really great places where you don't want to talk like no one would call on me and be like please talk about uh talk about being in in a wheelchair talk about you being gray but i am often asked to like go up and like talk about uh podcasts and you're right that would be a super great thing to have and in fact people there are a number of services that now will put one of those little overlays on your avatar, you know, and it's like um, Pride Month or something like that with rainbows. Mm. But it will say something like not speaking right now or uh, just listening or, or like with with various sayings. Um, and so what I've been doing is I just have that overlay on my avatar and I have it saved as one of my favorites in my photo album. So I just switch that out my so avatar smart. like throughout the day, which is really clunky. But you know what was also clunky? Typing the at symbol and then writing someone's username on Twitter, which is what mm. we olds did in 2009 because Twitter didn't have a mention feature. There was no retweet feature. Clubhouse is being almost made in the image of the people who use it. And I think for the better, actually, because just within a few weeks, it has become way more interesting. There are much more, uh, I don't want to say obvious, but there are like, it's easier to sort of understand the social conventions. And now that I know that you've only been in one, pretty much everything that I'm saying probably doesn't make sense to you. So I'm also wondering if it's going to make sense to anybody listening. I think so. Okay, I will say this, that your discussion of it, even though I love podcasts, I can only listen to them in like short amounts of time, Mm -hmm. unless I'm like desperate to get through it, a la Mm -hmm. you're wrong about. Um, (laughs) But so the idea of clubhouse is not something that i could casually be listening to right it's Mm -hmm. something that i would need to very actively be involved with for the listening for being aware of what is going on i say this now so it's on the record so in you know a year from now if we when we have a second pandemic and the world is shut down again just like with tiktok when i said "Mm, 
I don't know. I don't see myself really doing a whole lot. And now we're almost coming up on a year of me doing daily TikToks. <laughs> so I'm not going to, you know what? I'm not going to jinx us and I'm not going to say anything <laughs> because I don't want to break the world again. <laughs> Well, I mean, something that has kind of broken the world is the idea that human beings can grow and change and uh, change their minds and opinions oh. about something when more information is presented to them. For example, me being a big old butthole and like, I will never be on Clubhouse. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I was the yeah, same let's... way with Twitch, too. I'm like, Ugh, but the I realized fairly early on, actually, that... um the reason that I was enjoying TikTok so much was specifically because I was, my my friends were telling me, oh, hop in here. This is super cool. And then you can see who the speakers follow. And then you're tapping on who the speakers follow. And you're like, oh, this person is so cool. And I I was worried about sort of that, you know, having it become a big echo chamber. But because their algorithm is so bad... <laughs> <laughs> not happening like maybe maybe their algorithm is very good for what they want in that i keep being suggested ways to growth hack my brand and become a professional youtuber and start my own mlm but not like this cool room that shelly is doing about accessibility <laughs> you know i wonder how much of that too is by the is the fact that there isn't like a replay or a recorded feature of it. Mm -hmm. And so the only way the algorithm can push things to you is when things are actively happening. And so because it's still in its growth hack phase, <laughs> there isn't as many... There's Series A funding. Yeah. I don't, don't know. Yeah, there isn't an, like a whole lot of options to push to you maybe i'm hoping that that's sort of it like it's in its infancy so they're like pushing their verified users or people who have been on the platform longer and i mean that that makes sense because uh, the other concern obviously is harassment abuse bullying mm -hmm. all of the bad shenanigans that can happen on a social network and a lot of the times, like like with Twitter, the shenanigans are or, were 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 sorry. <laughs> in in the past, I I really enjoyed a lot of the shenanigans on social networks because they were it, it, they it, they truly were social in that they were made by the people for the people, despite being oh, controlled by literally one man. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's Orwellian. Uh, but I and I at first I'm like, okay, this is a clubhouse is a service that is for gatekeeping, as it's literally called Clubhouse, and there is, there are invites to the features can be easily reproduced. Uh, in fact, Twitter has already done that with I believe it's Twitter Spaces. Spaces, yeah. yeah. Um, but what is happening with Clubhouse that isn't happening on Instagram or Twitter Spaces? It is sort of that agreed upon slash like not almost hacking of the UI. Like this is hello. This is this big red dot. It is being recorded. 
and or a hand uh, like the waving hand means, hey, anybody raise your hand at some point. And there is a uh, button in Clubhouse where you can raise your hand if you want to talk. And there are also um, rooms now that are silent rooms. And it's it, it just says, come here and check out check out bios because that's not a feature in in clubhouse (laughs) and that's so smart yeah and and a lot of times there's just um you know lo-fi beats in the background and there there's also not a chat feature in clubhouse but there is a very easy way to share your instagram or twitter and I don't believe there's link support, but in fact, services <laughs> have popped up specifically around Clubhouse to make links easier to share, including links to Clubhouse rooms that you can share on other uh, in other places. Mm. And uh, one of my almost wow, I, I just realized it's kind of become a daily ritual is there's this thing called the Lullaby Club where everybody talks really quietly and either reads a poem or does a nice little acoustic song or just shares a little story. Wow. And it's it's genuinely, it, it is whimsical and delightful. And it's one of those things where it's like, something special is happening here. And I like it. And it's okay that it is a small, special thing. And they, they are recorded. So I'll put a, or some of them are, so we'll put the link in the show notes. But I'm like, wow, what a special thing. And being in that room was the first time I felt as if I was a part of an audience since the pandemic. And by by audience, I mean, like, we are actually sharing all of this together. And sure, we can't, like, see each other's reaction, but you know that, like... <laughs> No, when, when no one's leaving the bar when the band is playing, you know that something's <laughs> going right, you know? Yeah. And, like, when everybody yes. is in this room together, just quietly listening, it, it's it's just beautiful. Yes, that can be replicated anywhere. And I hope I hope that it is. But this really reminds me of the early days of Twitter. And we're all very, we, me, me and all of the old um, tech boomers who are like, <laughs> are, are, are like, ah, everything's dominated by, uh, by Facebook and Twitter, which is true. But also, what if Twitter's not very good at what it does? <laughs> and by yeah. that, I mean, like... Sharing information without people being harassed off the platform. Like, Twitter is a place to go and see what's up and to buy things. Instagram is very good at that. Facebook is very good at that. What if just, like, people are, it's not just capitalism, but that nobody has been interesting enough or creative enough (laughs) to make something this cool? Because it happened with TikTok, a very small niche thing skyrocketed and sure there was a bit more funding and all of the silicon valley shenanigans going on but it feels really organic unlike something like instagram reels which is a tiktok mm. ripoff and <laughs> instagram stories that's that was a wasn't that a snapchat ripoff it was a snapchat yeah 
Oh, boy. Oh, well, actually, that's a good example. Don't people or at least based on the television shows I'm watching that have teens in them, don't don't people still use <laughs> Snapchat a lot? Uh, yes. No, as as the mother of a child. Wait, that Yeah, I mean, that's true. It just sounded very weird. As a mother of a tween. Um, yes, Snapchat is thing and it's almost as if the kids these days from what i've seen um gosh i sound so old um (laughs) are are that's an okay you have a patina and it's beautiful it's true yes and it's only gonna get older uh and more patinaed um from what i've seen the the kids these days seem to be utilizing each of the social medias in a different way. Love it. Which I love. So there's particular people that they might follow on Snapchat, but they're not going to like do a Snapchat video and then necessarily put it on Instagram Mm, mm -hmm. to share it to Facebook. Like this, it's very separated out. It's very segmented, Mm. which is really interesting to me to like see Whereas my generation is like, I'm going to put it on all the things. (laughs) See, I I find that actually interesting. And because I intentionally don't do that, not because of not that I think it's necessarily bad. I just stopped sharing personal things on Twitter because Twitter got really mean right and i i love the close friends feature on instagram and that is Mm. like eh, i mean i i've been on the inter i've been on the internet a lot more i've been on social networks and social media a lot less and i have enjoyed using what are essentially silos but at least i can leave the silo and go to a different place like tiktok is very much an entirely different internet than i get on instagram or twitter and i like that and i think that actually that is sort of pushing forward kind of the digital or media literacy that kids know that this is like a play like yes my things are here and it's very different over here because of this this and that i i think i don't know I'm literally like thinking this out and I think it's a good thing. I think it works. I think it makes sense, but I don't know cuz I don't know anything anymore. Well, I'm curious. Why do you post everything e- everywhere? I haven't I haven't even noticed that. Oh, good. I'm glad that cuz that means it's not annoying. Um well, and okay, when I say everything everywhere, that's specifically like my daily TikToks I put everywhere because I do. I don't know why. It's just kind of become the thing of like, look, I'm here. I exist. And I'm still doing this every day. Look at me go. Yeah, you're sh- you're sharing something that makes you happy. That's, yes. That's good. Yes. And so like it's it's to all of the different peoples because I, I mean, there I do have a lot of crossover, but I, I have different audiences in different locations. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And so... I mean, I, I'm not on Twitter a whole lot, except for if I'm communicating with a specific person. Or like on Instagram, I'm, you know, I 
try and do like a daily good morning stories for myself. So basically, whatever I post where I post it is is kind of for me Mm -hmm. in my memories or for my like mental health for my okay, let's get up and go. I'm going to try and find something pretty this morning, even though all I want to do is be back in bed mm-hmm. asleep. Like, let me find, oh, look, the flowers are blooming. I'm going to take a picture of that and say good morning. Um, You're what got me into Instagram stories, actually. And because I was like, what a just nice, wholesome thing. Yeah, I, I try. But it, it's just interesting because I do like connect things a lot more or actually less than I used to. I think I have started segmented out like what the purpose of each of these social medias is for outside of the daily TikToks, but not quite as far as the kids, but way more than I used to. I wonder what has shifted in our collective brains like i know we're like ah the youths but it is i i (laughs) I think we're all kind of doing this thing where our oh it is it is gross to say audience but hey if you're listening to this show i guess you're (laughs) in your audience audience. (laughs) thank you thank you so much thank you for listening (laughs) (laughs) wait we're not dead yet yet, i'm practicing (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh we have talked to oh i didn't i thought we might not have enough to talk about well that was silly alex oh oh, me (laughs) but the 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 other thing that i i think this is what is changing it is the lack of APIs or rather Mm. like the hindrance of a lot of APIs. Like what made Twitter so much fun in the good old days was how many interesting applications popped up around it so that everybody kind of used Twitter in its own way. And I still don't, I mean, I don't understand how money works, but I still would have paid a whole lot of money not to not see ads, but just to still have a linear timeline, just to still um, use Twitter in a way that didn't force the the president's tweets into my timeline, despite as many ways I tried to mute all of that. But I, I, and I think maybe just in unintentionally in my brain, I was like, I cannot even, as the old say. And <laughs> I, I actually, when I see your TikToks on Instagram, I just scroll past because I binge your TikToks on TikTok. Aww. And I, that's like sort of what I do uh, for everybody I follow because, again, the like algorithm, even, even, when I go to my um, what I, I guess it's called my timeline, it's the people it's next to the for you page, you know, but it is just the people you follow. They yeah, still I think it's just called follow following follow. Yeah, yeah. And and even those aren't shown to me in order. So typically, I just pop right. to creator creator. And- no, I do that too. Yeah. I will like, especially because so at first, when I first like started posting, I only followed people that I knew or that I actively wanted to be to see their videos. And then more and more people found me and it kind of became this like culturally 
like, oh, if you follow me, I'll follow you back type of a thing. See, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's, I don't know. And I felt weird not following people, which that's on me. But also I, I enjoyed seeing a variety of different things in my feed. Um, and so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll follow back. And then I pretty much immediately unfollow if someone is an MLM or um, a right wing political person or a variety of other options. But mm-hmm. for the most part, like they just live in my following. But I have searched for people or when I'm going like scrolling through my following, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen a lot of their videos. And then I'll go and I'll binge them all. And mm-hmm. And it just, it's like, oh, yeah, this is why I like them. Yeah, that's something that I don't even think I thought about until I I said it. And I don't know. I mean, you do it. But I wonder if that is a common thing. I I, probably not. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't. I I think because the the algorithm in the for you page is so strong, mm-hmm. the I I could see, however, that like people will will be on their for you page, and then they will see a video that they like, and then swipe left. Gosh, which way? Okay, so you take your finger from yeah. the right side of the screen, yeah, move it to the left, whatever way that is. Uh, I was bracing myself for you to ask me that question, and I'm like, "There's no way I'm gonna know no, which direction." No, I know, I could sense that. I could, I could feel that. That's why we're friends because I could feel it. Um, I to go to their feed, and then I'll watch a, a bunch of other videos mm-hmm. too. Yeah, um, and that's usually how I'll work, especially if it hits that sweet spot for me, and I really enjoy that. So I think I think that's kind of that binge watching idea, and based on like likes and things, it seems to be similar. Like I, I will get a variety of different likes on a page, uh, like on a video from one person, and then like I, think so. I will. <laughs> I will receive notifications that I've gotten a bunch of likes on a bunch of my videos from one particular person after they've like followed me. So it seems to hold up that oh, that's... Oh, I see. That that happens. Mm. Okay. Oh, oh, that, make, that makes so much sense. Yeah, I have all of my notifications turned off uh, because of... <laughs> how much the algorithm freaks me out in <laughs> in that like li- when i when i say binge watching i mean when i open the tiktok app i know that i will probably spend at least an hour and a half on it <laughs> like i fully pre- like I-, I know that it's like all right this is tiktok time and right. my spouse does the same thing <laughs> where love he's it. like hey headphones in tiktok time and i'm like all right which i honestly think is probably a healthy and okay way to use it and i wish i could do the same thing with twitter and instagram i'm I'm a little getting better at doing it with instagram um and following fewer people because sometimes i just want to see my friends pets and their families but twitter i've been on now for too long and the fact that sometimes I will just start typing a a T into a browser for no reason other than mm. Twitter is the website I've probably frequented most in my entire life. I, I like I, I I wish that I could 
really uh, have more agency for myself. And I, I wonder if it if maybe the kids really are all right and they are, you know, d- doing are, are fully aware of and utilizing the algorithms. But because there are different silos, they they're able to see how different algorithms work. And I don't say this just for like, I hope the kids know, but but also because that is how content ends up being shared across platforms and and across communities. Like, I don't think I would have gotten into Tumblr as much if it wasn't for people being like hey look at all of these cool people over on tumblr when they were posting about it on twitter and the the same not, not really with facebook facebook has brought nothing good into my life i'll be real <laughs> it's brought some good things to some people oh that's oh, the oculus i gotta t- oh oh god facebook isn't even like my problematic fave it's like it's like your problematic uncle like you just can't get rid of him like i know you can argue and try to educate but it's just not going anywhere or changing anytime soon yeah i've gotten much stronger at the like unfollow and block feature of people that i'm just like i can't even there's family members that i i don't follow on on Facebook anymore, but I do utilize it a lot for community based and not Mm -hmm. just the like next door style things, but like um, our dance studio, the dance teams are there and like we plan out things Mm -hmm. and, and uh, I help manage a couple business pages Mm -hmm. and like all of these things that have its place on Facebook, but I definitely don't spend as much time with it. Messenger, Facebook Messenger, on the other hand, it's a whole other story, but thankfully that's separate. So, but it's not anymore. I know, Ooh. but like I have no, that the app works on the Mac app, has a Facebook Messenger Mac app now. There's so, a Facebook I, app for like hmm. Facebook Messenger. Okay. So, Something I don't have to be in the Facebooks to communicate to people that are filming videos for me or when the studio has questions about something or like prepping meetings for the nerd convention that I help with. Like all of these things are on Facebook Messenger. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <sighs> deeply, I will never be able to get out of Facebook Messenger, but you can have no Facebook account or like close out your Facebook account and not be part of it and still have your Facebook messenger. So that's good, I guess. Unlike with the Oculus Quest, where mm, I'll save it for my other show, but mm, I, yeah, I become the meh. I'm the meh meh of, and the meh of Facebook use. (laughs) I'm the meh VRAR bitch. No, I'm, you're actually giving me a lot more optimism than I, I I thought that I would come away from this conversation angry, much like I thought I would come away from our conversation two weeks ago about vaccines angry. And I, and I was, but you have this, let's say, unicorn way of doing things Whoa. where you end up. Uh, putting something in a new context that I find useful and uh, just 
a little bit more, uh, yeah, inspiring. I was like, what, what would Aww. be the word for it? And I mean, even when you you showed me the Facebook group for for people to get COVID vaccines, like a literal life saving group, and if that's the only place for it to exist, is Facebook? Like, yeah, yeah, that's that is the reality of this current world. But maybe if if it becomes normalized, like, yep, uh, we have many different inboxes, and like. I, I am like, oh, this sucks. I want everything in one place. But uh, it maybe that'll change. And also maybe maybe one day people will be able to ignore read receipts. And oh my Ooh. gosh, that... <laughs> Just not my child I... <laughs> anytime soon. <laughs> uh, Kathy, where, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you can find me on all of the social medias at Mrs. Soup or on the internet at KathyCampbell.com. You can also listen to my voice if you want uh, to another fortnightly show called Friends in Your Ears, where I talk to two podcasters about their favorite podcasts on a podcast. I was also on an episode of uh, Food Safety Talk. Yay! Thanks to Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. Alex. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Where can people find you? I am at Alex Cox or or at Alex Cox 42 on all of the social networks. And if you want to find my other shows, just go to alexcox.me and all of the links will send you to the nice independent podcast players you should use, like overcast.fm. Overcast. I am Alex Cox. And I am Kathy Campbell. And this has been Roboism. Thank, Thank you, you for listening.
go, people see, I should be optimistic. Why the hell, why me, why am I happy with how this world 